Welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. Hi, my name's Kay. We are reading from the Book of Science by Dr. Jeremiah, and we are getting ready to discuss the Holy City. In June of 2016, the magazine Business Insider assigned a team of technology reporters to determine the greatest cities in the world, the greatest city on Earth today, um, and the nature of the megacities in the future. In 2100 BC, the leading city in the world was Ur. It estimated 100,000 inhabitants. During the days of the king of Israel, the world's greatest city was Nineveh, which Jonah famously evangelized, <laughs> evangelized in the days of the prophets. When Christ was born, Rome had eclipsed all other cities in history to reach the one million mark. Could you imagine being stuck in the belly of a whale? No. Jonah and Nineveh. That that story mm-hmm. blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Skipping through time, London became the largest city on earth in 1825 with nearly 1.5 million people. But after World War One, New York City sprinted to the top with a whopping 7.8 million. Tokyo took over in 1968 with 20.5 million people and today it still holds the distinction of being the most heavily populated city in human history with more than 38 million inhabitants. The purpose of this chapter, however, is to tell you about a city that far surpasses all the cities of the past, present, and future. The Bible delights in telling us about this place, which we sometimes call the celestial city, Mount Zion, or New Jerusalem. The final two chapters of the Bible use the word city 11 times to describe our eternal home, and I don't believe it's a figure of speech. It is an actual physical place, a real city, since our resurrected bodies will be physical bodies, real and tangible. They will need a real place and an actual home, a physical city. Kay, I don't know if you know anything about this, and I need to study more on this. When you die, is there some place where it says you shouldn't be cremated? No. No? No, there's not. There's not. There's not. No. Okay. <clears throat> I no. wasn't yeah. sure no. about no. that because like, it, you right. know, uh, burning our bodies and then when we're resurrected to right. heaven. Okay. Think about people that die in house fires. That's true. Okay. Yeah. But there, there is nowhere in the Bible that it says that a person should not be. Somebody. Because we're going to have a new body and a new soul. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, it seems like I remember somebody, somebody telling me that yeah. you can't be cremated. They need to show it to me in the Bible. Okay. Yeah. That's why I wondered if you knew. Well, I'm going to have to look on that because I just find that, yeah. um, you know. Yeah. If you find it, let me know. Oh, yeah. I will, but, but I was but, hoping you yeah, had I've a... had that discussion with um, some of the um, staff and pastors at, at my church. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So... In the book of Revelation that we have our fullest glimpse of the city, starting with this promise from the lips of the glorified Christ in Revelation 3.12. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, 
and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. The Apostle John tells of, of this, of the uh, creation of the new heaven and the new earth, and then he told, we're told, the great city of New Jerusalem will descend from the sky and become the capital city of God's eternal kingdom. Cool! New Jerusalem makes sense. Yes. Wow. It's important to realize that the city of New Jerusalem is not really heaven, per se. It is the capital city of heaven. Here, in one of the Bible's most climatic passages, the great city is described as it descends fully designed and built to the earth. Now, I saw a new heaven and new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the heavens saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no more sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. This description implies that the holy city was designed, built, and ready, made for the new earth. John did not see the new Jerusalem created. He says he saw the city already built and coming down out of the highest heaven. In other words, the new Jerusalem is an actual physical city presently located within the third heaven. Jesus referred to the New Jerusalem in Revelation 3.12 as the city of my God. Here in Revelation 21, John saw this city descending to the new earth. Some Bible scholars believe that the city will hover over the earth during the millennium, then descend to the earth during the eternal state to serve as an everlasting capital of God's renovated and glorious universe. This city of New Jerusalem is a place Jesus is preparing for us, and the Bible draws to a close with a breathtaking description of its dimensions, its description, and a warning about the one thing that could deny us access through its gates, the failure to trust Christ as our Savior. Again, you can't get into heaven by good works. I keep hearing more and more about, I literally hear overhear people saying, I'm a good person. I know I'm going to heaven. What do you need to get into heaven, Kay? Trust Christ as our Savior. That's right. The dimensions of the city. These final pages of the Bible begin by telling us that the size of the city, the boundaries of the New Jerusalem, exceed anything ever envisioned by human engineers or politicians. 
Sometimes people ask me, how in the world can heaven be large enough to hold all the redeemed of all the ages? I was thinking about that too. You think about all the centuries before us. Yes. That, and then us, and it's like, I, it's hard to fathom for me. How will we all fit up here and have a lot of room, you know? It's a big question mark in my mind, too. Yes. Because I can't see that. For all it, well, too, the Bible does say that very few. The gate is narrow. The gate is narrow. And that's, again, by a lot of people thinking that, you know, they help everybody out and they give and give and give and give and I'm a good person. So, yeah, the gate is narrow. Well, first of all, I assume the entirety of the new heaven and the new earth will be inhabitable. But if we limit our thinking simply to the city of New Jerusalem, our minds are still boggled by its immensity. Revelation 21 says, He who talked with me had a gold reed to measure the city, its gates and its walls. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as its breadth. And he measured the city with the reed. 12,000 furlongs, its length, breadth, and height are equal. In today's terms, that means New Jerusalem will be about 1,500 miles wide. 1,500 miles long, 1,500 miles high. That's like from here to Florida, my friend. Oh, yeah. Woo! That's more than 2 million square miles on the first floor alone. (laughs) On the first floor, that's funny. And given that this city is cubical and rises far beyond the stratosphere, the stratosphere starts about 11 miles above the surface of Earth, New Jerusalem ascends 1,500 miles. We can assume that in some way it will have more than one level. There will be vertical elements to it. F.W. Borum was a brilliant pastor and an essayist who carefully considered the size and capacity of the great city. In one of his writings, he tells of discussing this with a man named Tomas, who was an Australian engineer and a member of his church. Borman shared the dimensions of the celestial city with Tomas, asking him, Did you ever think about the size of the city God has prepared? Tomas replied, Man, it's amazing. It's astounding. It beats everything I've ever heard of. John says that each of the walls of the city measures 12,000 furlongs. Now, if you work that out, it will give you an area of 2,250,000 square miles. So think about that for a million, or a minute, <laughs> a million. I'm just like thinking, oh my gosh. wow. Yeah. The only city four square that I ever saw was Adelaide in South Australia. The ship that brought me out from the old country called in there for a couple of days. And I thought a fine city, but as you know very well, the city of Adelaide covers only one square mile. Each of the four sides is a mile long. London covers an area of 140 square miles, but this city, the city four square, it is 2,250,000 times as big as Adelaide. It is 15,000 times as big as London. It is 20 times as big 
as all of New Zealand. It's 10 times as big as Germany and 10 times as big as France. It is 40 times as big as all England. It is ever so much bigger than India. Why? It's an enormous continent in itself. I had no idea of it until I went into the figures with my blue pencil here. But Tomas wasn't done. Wait a minute. I've been going into the matter of population, and it's even more wonderful still. Look at this. Working it out on the basis of the number of people to the square mile in the city of London, the population of a city, four square, comes out to 100,000 millions, 70 times the present population of the globe. Another writer has compared the footprint of New Jerusalem to the size of the United States, saying, If you compare the New Jerusalem to the United States, you would measure from the Atlantic Ocean coastal line and westward. It would mean a city from the furthest Maine to the furthest Florida and from the shore of the Atlantic to Colorado. From the United States Pacific Coast eastward, it would cover the United States as far as the Mississippi River, with the line extending north through Chicago and continuing on the west coast of Lake Michigan up to the Canadian border. Wow, this is like... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is like, wow, something to think about, huh? To me, one of the most amazing things about the dimensions of this city involves its height. According to Revelations 21, it's just as high as it is long and wide, which means it will ascend 1,500 miles into the air. Now, just for discussion's sake, let's say the city was divided into floors with very high ceilings, say 20 feet high per floor. There are 5,280 feet in a mile. So if the new city of New Jerusalem reaches 1,500 miles into the air, that's 7,920,000 feet. Let's suppose every floor was a mile high. That gives us a city of 1,500 floors, every floor the size of a continent. And that's just the capital city. (laughs) Don't forget what's all around it, the new heaven and the new earth. Wow, wow. So that explains part of us not being able to imagine from the time, from the beginning of time, everybody. 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 And that is yeah. just amazing. That is just amazing. It's, yeah. <laughs> and our human minds is uncomprehensible. Oh, I yes. Mean, we even, A- absolutely. Yeah, we can't even know. Um, imagine that. No, no, you can't. You can't imagine it because we see when people go to the moon, just the orbit up there as well. It's huge. It is huge. I mean, what people can see through telescopes, just think about all up there that we can't see, really, how big it is. Because I don't know how many miles it is to the moon, but it's a a long ride up there. (laughs) It is a long ride up there. Yes, it is. Yes. Some people are overwhelmed. That would be us right now. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And they begin to wonder... How will ever get around a city like that? We're used to the congestion and the traffic and the jams of Earth. But remember what we said about our new bodies? We may have the ability, like Christ, to travel instantly by the impulses of thought, 
Transportation will be no problem. I don't want to become too speculative, but I want to share my excitement about the sheer, overwhelming, mind-boggling size of the city. It will exceed, it will exceed anything we ever imagined. There's another interesting aspect to the dimensions. The city obviously described as a cube, 1,500 miles long, high and wide, the Holy of Holies inside the tabernacle. And later inside the temple was also the shape of a cube. Many people believe the city of New Jerusalem is like an immense Holy of Holies, which serves as the dwelling place of God and the temple of his new universe. In fact, Revelation 21.3 says of this city, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. Woohoo! Boy, that sounds so exciting. Well, Miss Kay, we have to wrap it up there. And the next time we meet, we're going to talk about the description of the city. Thanks for stopping by. God bless you and have a great week.